365 days of ruthlessness with yourself, with your life, with your expectations of your future. Because life is too damn short. This is day two. We're talking about escaping average. You want extraordinary results, above ordinary. To get extraordinary results requires doing something above the ordinary, something above your average, escaping your status quo bias, your regression to the mean, where you wake up every day and the day before you're motivated, yet today you're going to probably do the average shit you've been doing every single day. You have to escape that. I'll help you do that, but I'm going to explain to you what are the risks of average. What are the risks of ending up on your deathbed and uttering the top regret of the dying? In fact, Google it, top regret of the dying. Here's a quote from Anatoly France. The average man does not know what to do with his life, yet wants another one which will last forever. It's this idea that people want to live forever, but they don't even know what they want to do. Or they're not actually that happy. Or they're not challenging themselves, and so they're comfortable, and they're just getting a little bit more comfortable every single day, degrading away, living lives of quiet desperation, as Thoreau said, all the way back in the 1800s. It's more applicable today than ever. Average is for losers, Seth Godin. People love you when you're average because it makes them comfortable. When you rise above your average, when you change your life, the people around you that are used to you being the same way, they're like, oh, well, why does he or she think he or she is so good? They think they're better than me? And these might not be conscious discussions they have, but subconsciously, they don't like watching you rise up. In Japan, there's a saying that goes like, the nail that sticks out gets hammered down. And Japan is a very strongly conformist society. Nobody acts up. There's like no public displays of anything. Strangers don't talk to each other. You don't stand out in Japan. But that's also true in all societies because we're humans. If you stand out, the people around you are going to try to hammer you back down because that's what's safer to them, to their ego, and to their identity of themselves. They like to know what to expect from you. They like you to be the same, your average. That's comfortable. And if you challenge that, you challenge them, which is why you get so much pushback, which is why friends that one day are your best friend and the next day you want to do something different or you start dating a different person or you get a new job or whatever, or you buy this like new car or house, that relationship just kind of severs and slowly fades away. The top regret of the dying. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Imagine that. You just get diagnosed with cancer. You're laying in your deathbed and somebody comes up to you and says, you know, how do you feel? What are your greatest regrets? I wish I lived a life for myself. I wish I pursued my dreams. I wish I did things to challenge myself. I wish I would have challenged myself. I wish I would have grown into that person I could have been. You don't want to end up there. You don't want to live a life of comfortability and then wake up at the end of it. Or even when you're just old and you can't do as much cool shit as you used to do. And you're like, damn, I should have taken advantage of my 20s or my 30s, or my 40s. I should have spent more time with my kids. I should have tried to start that business or write that book or that movie or that play or whatever. Instead, I woke up, Went to the bathroom, showered, consumed some media, lounged around, wasted time, and just did that day in and day out. And my life was relatively comfortable. The risks of an average life are regret, especially at the end when you can't do anything about it. What a freaking tragedy. What a loss. Don't get there, please. Stagnation, which is basically every day you're getting a little bit sicker, maybe a little bit fatter, a little slower, a little older, and you have less time to enjoy this amazing thing we call life. Missed opportunities. All those things you could have done, that person you could have went up to, that thing you could have created, that place you could have gone. Now you got to balance this out because like obviously we have FOMO in the 21st century. We could always be doing something cool or consuming different content that's better or whatever. And that really ruins our brains. But there's also a lot to be said for trying things, experimenting, and most important of all, as it applies to this idea and with being ruthless, push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Become comfortable. 
with being uncomfortable. Even if it's a little bit, even if it's 1% a day. You don't have to go David Goggins and train eight hours a day and mentally and physically abuse yourself. You could literally do a little bit every single day. Say hi to one stranger, send one cold email. You know, there's a thousand examples here, but just do one thing a day, even if it's a micro step that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. And over time, that uncomfortability muscle feeling, you get used to it. And then it's not a big deal. And then you level up. And this is how most people do it. Look at James Dyson, his biography I'm reading. I listen to his founder's podcast. He doesn't believe in quantum leaps. He just does the work, tries, 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 goes, 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 goes. And this is what I've also found. Now the quantum leaps come sometimes and they feel like they're this huge thing. It's really like all those micro steps you did for two to three, five, 10 years. In fact, it's every step in your entire life that led you to that point. That's what a quantum leap is. It's like 10,000 hours or 10,000 days, 10,000 micro things that got you to this point. So in reality, quantum leap doesn't exist. The overnight success doesn't exist. Four, we body and mind that degrades over time. That's what stagnation does, is you're just slowly wasting away. The main idea here, because I go on and on about this, is extreme people get extreme results. If you want extraordinary results, extreme results, you have to do something above extra, above average, above average of society, of your community, of the people around you, of what your parents expect to you, of what you expect of yourself. And then you do that as much as you can. And you experiment, and you play there, and you try things, and you fail. And then you do it more, and you do it more. And that's what that daily 1% progress is. And maybe it's 5% progress, maybe it's 10% progress. If you're hyper going at it, if you're hyper focused, if you're hyper obsessed, if you're going to the extremes, then you might accelerate this process. But it's the same process, whether you're going at 1% a day, 10% a day, to get extreme results, to get those amazing things that you see on social media that you want, you have to do things to get it. And the things you have to do to get it are first inside, master yourself, and then use that to take actions in the real world externally to then get feedback and try things and experiment. And then do that more and more and more. And every step of the way, you're gonna hit plateaus inside, you're gonna hit plateaus outside. Businesses hit plateaus, individuals hit plateaus, relationships hit plateaus, so on and so forth. And every step of the way, every plateau that you hit, you have to figure out what is that thing that's gonna get me to the next level? Because what got you here is not gonna get you there. That's why it's really freaking hard to do like massive, huge things. And it's usually only the outliers that do it. I'm gonna leave you with one quote from Einstein. Imagination is more important than knowledge because knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. Imagination, if you actually think about AI in this example, is outside the purview of AI because AI takes information and it then uses that and assimilates it. It doesn't think about what's not there. Imagination is thinking about what doesn't even exist, what you've never seen, just a pure idea. That's why, as Einstein says, imagination is everything because that's how you make new discoveries, new inventions, things that don't exist. Don't end up at the end of your life in regret. Escape average, escape regret, escape missing out on the opportunities that could have been of the person you could have been. And that starts today, every day. I'm reactivating my content here on YouTube, The Better Human Podcast. I'm going to be doing probably daily video, but I'm getting back at it. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about all the new things that are going on. I had two years of stagnation, bought my company back after I sold it, didn't go as planned, started a new company, Noble. Best place to follow along is The Better Human Newsletter, betterhumans.substack.com or thebetterhuman.co. You can find it there. Uh, subscribe here and like if you appreciate this. Share it. Maybe, maybe don't. Maybe, maybe comment, maybe don't. The most important thing is I want you to actually 
think about this, like what I said here. Don't just click to the next video and be like, oh, I need another dopamine hit. I need another thing that's going to make me feel good to feel like I'm being productive because watching me is not being productive. Watching me, letting something plant deep in your subconscious and then doing shit on your own and going out there and starting to get better, starting to do things above ordinary, above your ordinary, above others ordinary, that is doing something. And that, if you do it for you know, 90 days, you're set because then it sticks forever. That's it.